Guys, welcome back to the Macro Golf Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. And today we're talking about one of the biggest barriers that we see in our clients or people that we speak to in their ability to get fit for golf and get golf fit. So we're talking about the barrier of time and not having time to do fitness and to get fit and actually perform all of these things we've spoken about in these previous episodes of doing strength training, mobility, speed training, weight loss, all of these types of things. The difference today is we're going to show you how to do all of this stuff in two hours per week. Oof. Two hours per week. That's it. That's it. That's all we're going to do. Because uh, we do believe a lot in you know working with people and helping people that have full-time jobs or families or other equipments. Uh, and we appreciate that. So we're going to try and find a way for you guys when we're going to talk through different goals and what potentially different categories you might fit into. And then we're going to tell you how to employ all of this stuff, what habits you're going to ingrain into uh, to basically get to your target in two hours or less. Sam, is that possible? 100%, 100%. And talking about it two hours isn't really a lot of time. I'm sure if a lot of people were to add up how much time they spend on Instagram or watching Netflix or different things like that, it's going to be a bit more than two hours a week. It is. You can actually check that, right? You can check on your yeah. iPhone. You can go on and it will tell you. You probably don't want to see, <laughs> but it's going to tell you your screen time. It's going to tell you how, many time you're, how much time you spend on these apps. Yeah. Um, and I think something I like, to, one of the reasons I like to do this is because sometimes when we take away this barrier of time, where people use it and say, I don't know, didn't have time or I didn't have the opportunity. When you take away this barrier of time, you end up with like, ah, oh, yeah, actually, maybe I could have done it. Yeah. Maybe what, and then why didn't I do it in that case? Right. Yeah. So if time's not the issue, what is the issue? Is it motivation? Is it interest? Is it, um, you know, a bunch of other stuff? Yeah. So Today we're going to take away your barrier of time and maybe in future episodes we'll take away all those other excuses that you've got racked up <laughs> wait, waiting for us. Um, but today we're going to get rid of time and we're going to really attack the um, efficiency of, of some of this stuff, right? Yeah. So we've got a selection of different goals that you might be heading towards. Mm-hmm. We're going to cover mobility, strength, speed, weight loss, longevity. Am I missing anything? I think I've just thought about I want to add muscle as well. We're going to so add muscle. So if, you, if you're well. looking to get add some more mass to it, we're going to talk yeah, about that one. We're going to add muscle as well. And we're just going to let you know if one of these is your goal, how do you achieve that goal in just two hours per week? How you could potentially structure your week, what the sessions might look like, what the split would look like in terms of dividing up that time and in what would take priority and things like that. Definitely. Which one are we going to do first, Sam? We've got a list to get through. Which one are we going to go for first? Let's go. I want to start with speed. Okay. okay. So someone, if you potentially are looking to gain some speed, gain some club head speed, want to hit the ball a little bit further... We got two hours. We have got 120 minutes to play with. I'm going to start. I've got one 30-minute strength session a week. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to pack in a 30-minute strength session. The reasons for that is just to keep up our robustness. So when we are doing the speed stuff, hopefully we're not getting injured. If we do get injured, we can hopefully recover that little bit quicker. What might that strength plan look like if we're only doing 30 minutes? If I'm only doing be 30 staples? minutes, because like I sometimes get asked this question from people when I when I say like you know if you if you can only get there for 30 minutes, do that, and they will say okay, well if I can only get for 30 minutes, which bits do I drop out? Mm-hmm. Which bits do I keep in? So yeah. what would you say if you had 30 minutes? You know, even to the point of like warming up and cooling down. Yeah. Like if we do like an extensive warm up and cool down, that's 30 minutes. Yeah. Got 15 on each, right? Yeah, yeah. So how would you structure that? Session? I would structure that. So my warm up that I typically do with all my clients only lasts probably about two minutes. Yeah. Two minute full body warm up, ready to go. I'm then just going to focus on compound lifts. This isn't a session where I'm going to look to get to one rep maxes or make any personal records or anything like that. It's going to be a full body focus on my compound lift. So there'll be some sort of squat, there'll be a hinge, there'll be a chest press and probably some form of overhead shoulder press. 
would you potentially stack some of those back to back? I would absolutely, absolutely, absolutely superset those. Superset any um, pairing muscle groups or convenience in the gym, depending on your layout, what you can do for time, just to save you time running back and forth. But 30 minutes a week strength, you're probably, we're not going to tick that meter any further forward, but we should not be able to, to come further back. So we're not, hopefully, you're not going to lose any strength, especially with what else we've got else. So I've then got three 15 minute power sessions a week. Ooh. So this is going to be typically ballistic movements, lots of jumps, lots of slams. We're not talking about any speed stuff yet. No swing in the club yet. Um, lots of core work there, rotation stuff, anti-rotation, free 15 minutes. Doesn't even need to be in the gym. Don't even need to leave your house. Yeah, I was going to say, I like that one because that sounds like that's something we can do from home, right? Like, Absolutely. Because so, this is the other barrier we get. Like, And we could we could be cheeky with these two hours. Right? We could expand these hour and 20 minutes out a little bit but we also appreciate there's gonna be some driving to the gym there's some other barriers that so yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that you can get to the gym once in the week like you said that i think is a great idea and then the rest of it can be done from home yeah right? like which is something that we don't consider but power is yeah. great to be done from home i think people always think power has to be done in the gym and it has exactly. to be this big heavy weights being moved yeah. power you can move fast at home yeah with less that, weight that, right? that's all we're looking to do power we're typically looking to move as quickly as you can you don't need to move something heavy to do that it's just I actually find a lot of people, a lot of clients benefit from power sessions just by jumping. Yep. There's a really cool app actually that I use with clients, Jumpster. So you just put it into your pocket, jump, and it measures yeah. your jump, tells you how high, logs it all. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So I've got my clients hopping with that because seeing if one leg's stronger than the other, and then we can work on weaknesses there. But it's also just gamifies things. Everyone's always trying to beat your record, things like that. So you don't need any equipment, just jumps, some... Um, some slams if you've got a medicine ball, even then you don't really need it. Some ballistic core work, um, some power press-ups, different things like that. And then to finish off my 120 minutes, I've got three 15-minute speed sessions. Love that. So at the end of my technical practice, if I'm down at the range or if I'm just going to the course and hitting some balls on the nets, three 15 minutes, driver, full intent, hit the ball as hard as I can. I suppose you could even incorporate that, like with that power training from home, right? Like if you've got the ability to train, if you want you know, to match it up, garden, yeah, hundred percent. You could do your power session, then do your speed session immediately. Hundred percent. Um, I really, really love doing it. In the, well, one of my clients in the studio uh, this week, and we just for a bit of fun almost included speed swings as part of his circuit. Yeah. So he was doing a power circuit. Yeah. We had a push power uh, exercise, a pull power exercise, a rotation power exercise. And then the fourth exercise he did was swing the golf club as nice. he could. Yeah. And like, by the time we got to like a third or fourth round, his club speed had just like leaped. Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. he was like, what the hell? Like he's <laughs> cruising at this new speed. He was like, what the hell? And I was like, well, we've just potentiated. Like that's yeah. basically what we've done. Yeah. But you've now like incorporated that idea of swinging the golf club yeah. as part of your as part, of your, as, part like, of, as part of your workout, yeah. which and is a really interesting thing if you guys are looking to play about with it. I've done it a couple of times. Like, it's fun. Yeah. It is really fun. Obviously, there's a little bit more barriers to entry. We're really lucky in the studio that we can swing a club and work out at the same time. I don't recommend taking your driver into the gym, <laughs> into any time fitness. You might get some funny legs there. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but if you're doing it in the garden, like, as you said, like if you're training from home yeah. and, you know, especially when the weather's nice and it's golf season, I suppose what we what you can also do here is you could do that session before before a round. Yeah. yeah. You can go and do that 15 minute power session that might cover up that workout if you are short of time. So yeah. um There's yeah, lot there's that. obviously lots of different ways we can structure this. Like there's there's infinite ways that we can kind of play about with those 120 minutes. But to kind of go over everything there, if we are looking for speed, I'd say one thirty minute strength session, just to keep everything ticking over, making sure we're not going to get injured, keep the muscle mass, keep the strength where it is. Three fifteen minute strength sessions, three fifteen minute power sessions. Boom. Done. Cool. Joe, what's next? 
What is next? I'll do one. Yeah. I'll do one. Go right. and explore one. Um, cool. So I'm going to do... Let's, let's talk mobility. Love it. Um, because I'm going to... I'm going to... I don't really care if this person is... Um, you know, I, we always get the barrier of no time, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I don't really care if this person at the moment is, you know, saying, like, you know, I haven't got time to get to the gym, whatever. All of this, what I'm going to say now, can be done from home. Mm-hmm. This is That's the, this is one, the right? fantastic so, thing with mobility. Yeah. That actually, I'm going to go a step further. Most of this can probably be done while you're watching TV. Yeah, in your living room. Yeah. In the evenings, right? Yeah. So we could even take away the two hours exactly. and say this is being done. But yeah. we're going to give them two hours. Um, and I'm going to basically do it as simple as 15 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. which is you know maybe a little bit more than you know I would potentially say for someone but if you did 15 minutes a day you're going to pretty much cover everything you need to do right yeah. and we're going to be around that two, two hour mark but what I prefer and this is what I try to get people to move towards is actually to do 10 minutes a day yeah but then go and include a couple of uh, home workouts starting to train your body through this range yeah. so it might be that one of those sessions you do a bit of lower body training and the second session, you actually do the upper body training, and then you actually start to build some control in that new range that you've built, which is one of the best ways to actually solidify that new mobility. Really, so, really like that. I think if we're talking to mobility, yes, it's easy just to say, you know, I can do about 15 minutes a day and I'm going to get more mobile. Great. If we're trying to actually make it more like, applicable and actually make it like more functional, yeah. um, I would go for the 10 minutes a day mm-hmm. and then two 20 minute, 25 minute um, home sessions. Home sessions yeah. Really focusing in those sessions, good range of motion, yeah. experience like really expanding your range and building good control yeah. within that range. That yeah. might look like uh, full, full squats, lunges. I love programming lunges when people have done mobility. Um, you could add some rotational work in there if you wanted yeah. to, if you wanted to in- incorporate some of that. Um, full work with like overhead pressing, getting your shoulders into good positions. Um, you could do rows, you could do presses, you could do things, but basically trying to take your body through its full range as far as full, you can possibly exactly yeah. and and yeah. do that with control and with yeah. uh, with resistance so i think that's not difficult for a lot of people to try and find that time i think you could do either and i think you would notice progress from either if you're really saying that i have to just do this in front of the tv in the evenings maybe just do your 15 minutes mobility great but if you can and you really want to get better progress and utilize those two hours get a couple of strength sessions in there as well 100%. Um, again even if that's just at home using yeah. bands whatever it is yeah. I think you still would notice the progress from that the one thing I really love with mobility is I've, I've got a lot of clients that literally just do five minutes a day yeah. come back a Definitely. month later and make massive gains and they go I don't feel like I've done anything well actually like we had that over the month like you've done way more than you ever thought you would have done yeah. but it's less daunting than saying right I want you to do two hour sessions five minutes a day you can still really make some good progress there and it's just, just it's just so less less of a barrier it doesn't seem daunting it's it's yeah it's really like, nice I, I sometimes get asked by myself obviously I, I'd say a lot of program I do is, is mobility based and people ask me like what do you do like how do you and, and I used to do a decent amount because I used to be stiff yeah but now I'm not stiff and now I just kind of can get away with just being on the ground for a bit <laughs> and playing around yeah. a little bit uh, and it doesn't need to be that formal but then sometimes if something happens you know I might get a bit of stiffness here or a little bit of issue there then I might then do something a little bit more formally intense yeah you know 10-15 minutes for a certain period and then that will clear up and then I'll go back to just like maintenance style really yeah but I think you need to earn the right to be able to do that um, and you need to kind of understand your body to a good position yeah and if you don't it needs to be a little bit more formal then once you're there you can just be loose with it and just you know spend time on the ground yeah the the thing I love that you that you said there was was adding in uh, incorporating the kind of workout to it a lot of people think, right, just by getting more mobile, it's going to help them 
hit the ball better or, or whatever it might be, it's kind of pointless if you don't have the strength to do that things. So if you've got like great hip mobility and you're still doing like half a squat, we're just wasting that. We're wasting that mobility essentially. Yep. Untapped. Yeah. Untapped. 100%. 100%. Cool. So mobility done. Mobility done. Speed done. Speed done. I'm going to talk Where about strength. Ties in, ties in a little bit with what we're talking about mobility as well. Um, just off the face of it, I'm going to do three 35 minute sessions. And then I'm going to add three five minute mobility sessions on those other days. So we've got a day off, we've got a day of rest, three days on, three days mobility sessions. Those three strength sessions, these are probably going to be quite low intensity, high weight, so high percentage of our one rep max, making sure we're covering kind of those key areas here. Um, so typically with clients, I've got clients that are much better squatters or much better hinges, deadlifts, typically. Um, we're going to focus on one of those for one of the sessions, and then we're going to do some accessory work outside of that. That's just going to probably be some play work there. Um, and that's going to kind of be those three sessions. So I'm going to get you to pick one compound. We're going to work our way up and get quite a lot of um, volume in there. And then we're going to do some accessory work around that, some play stuff. Um, strength, we can really kind of make some gains there. It's not like muscle, which we're going to come on to in a little bit, where you really need tons and tons and tons of volume to, to see the hypertrophy, to see the gains and to tear the tissue and, and everything like that. Strength, similar to, similar to power, you don't really need um, that, same, um, that same volume. So I'm, I'm going to get you to pick three different compounds for each session. And then, you know, pick some fun accessories um, around that. Mobility sessions are going to be recovering from those strength sessions, but just kind of same thing, just exploring some different movements that we have explored in those compound lifts, making sure we're really utilizing that full range of motion, really pushing our body as, as far as we can, making sure we're fully extending the elbows, knees, hips, everything like that, all that juicy stuff. Awesome. Love it. That's how <laughs> Joe, what's I was, next? I was, uh, I was paying attention. I was just doing some quick maths. You were doing some maths. Uh, I saw the calculator. Well, it wasn't that quick because I got confused. <laughs> but uh, I've got something that I'm going to say at the end of this. Uh, just something that I thought would be um, interesting for me myself to work out. So, um, good. So, let's do um, let's do longevity. Okay. And maybe let's explain a little bit what we mean by longevity. Yep. What I mean by this is kind of like... Because I sometimes get asked about this. I would say that longevity for me is what is like the bare minimum that you need to do to not go backwards yeah and that's in a short amount of time and in like over the years right so like what would you need to do in the gym mobility wise steps wise to basically not be in a worse position in 10 years time than you are today mm -hmm. that's how i sometimes yeah. view longevity and yeah. i think that's quite a nice way of thinking about it um for example i was talking to a player yesterday uh who is six years away from being 50 mm -hmm. And he wants to have the same club head speed when he turns 50 as he's got today because yeah. he wants to start playing in some high-level senior competitions. And he knows that actually if his speed that he's got at the moment, although he's not quick for his age at the moment, he will if he's be able to maintain that speed, time, yeah. like he can actually be faster for his age. So he's kind of gone on a little bit more long-term and thought, well, I don't really now, I don't now necessarily want to start pushing my speed and getting quicker and like really putting foot to the floor now. Yeah. I'm actually better off playing the long game and then knowing that when I get to 50... I'm going to be quite quick for my age at 50, yeah. right? So it's a different way to think about it. And that's why I quite like longevity sometimes as a bit of a target. 
um, you know, there's another one of my clients we've set the target of being able to shoot his age. Yeah. So he's got that long-term target of like, at some point I'm going to shoot my age. Is that going to be when I'm 68? Is that yeah. going to be when I'm 75? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to give myself a chance to shoot my age, yeah. right? Um, and that's what I like with like a longevity target. Um, with this, I think it's, I think this is pretty basic um, and it's probably not too far away from a lot of the stuff we've, we've spoken about. I think if we can get these people who want longevity in the gym twice a week, mm. I think that's going to be probably enough for them to maintain a good amount of strength, good amount of movement, whether that's upper body, lower body, whether that's full body strength both days, but just getting their body used to some resistance training, um, mixture of compound movements, some isolation movements, and basically just get them training twice a week. I think it should be sufficient for them. Yeah. Um, and then filling up the rest of that time is probably, as you said, with one of your clients, five minutes a day mobility, just to keep things ticking over yeah. and keep that movement yeah. capabilities. I think that's probably the simplest one. Like, I think that's probably the easiest one to think, you know, I just need to get into the gym twice a week and I just need to do five minutes a day mobility. And I think for most of our listeners to this, they probably say that's manageable. Yeah. That might be a home workout. That might be a gym workout. You know, it's going to be better if you can get in the gym and have some resistance or depending on what you got from home. But if you can do two lots of 45 minutes, and then I had five minutes a day mobility. In two hours, you can pretty much not go backwards. Yeah. Well, you actually see, okay. especially if people haven't been doing anything before that, you actually see some gains there. Yeah. You'll see some real yeah, big yeah. gains. Yeah, you actually, really yeah. If you went from zero to yeah. that, then yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't even consider that. Um, so actually you can make progress now yeah. and then quite easily maintain that progress on just two hours a week, like which I think is I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and that's probably not too dissimilar to what I program to a lot of people that are in that category right they're like you know i work a busy job i've got a busy family i still want to practice my golf two three times a week i play two or three times a week i can probably allow myself time to get to the gym twice a week and yeah i could probably do five minutes mobility in front of the tv in the evenings yeah, yeah. so that's pretty a pretty common um scenario for a lot of people so what would those sessions look like you know, it, again, it depends on on who it is. Your classic answer it depends. Uh, it's gonna be, <laughs> it depends on who it is, what the situation is. But as long as you can get a mixture of upper body, lower body, um, I would probably prioritize strength over anything else at that point. Like really, just making sure that every week you try and lift a little more than you did the previous week. Yeah. Um, rep ranges anywhere. You know, five to ten would be a nice range for these people with this with these sessions. Um, and then just trying to do some exercises that you're comfortable performing. Um, that aren't going to take too much of a toll on your body. You still play your golf, yeah. and uh, and know that you can recover quite well from. So, yeah, that's which is, is actually really is a really kind of popular programming that both me and you do. Um, and we do have some really cool longevity plans coming out soon, actually. Um, but I would definitely say there's a there's a probably 25-30% of my clients is that type of programming. Yeah, it, we're not looking to make any massive massive gains or changes it's just saying right how long can we keep this ticking on for without getting injured so we can play as much yeah, because a lot possible. of people aren't willing to do what it takes to yeah. make like if you want severe strength gains or severe muscle gains or severe speed gains a lot of people aren't prepared or to don't to put that work in like yeah. it's not that high on their priority list yeah. right so we just need to be like manage that time and say well, well what can we do in that time and what's going to be the best use of that time yeah uh, and if the goal is longevity, then I think that's probably a good use of our time in the gym twice a week and then spending five minutes a day working on uh, working on our movement capabilities. Yeah, absolutely. Right, a little bit controversial. Muscle. We just spoke about it before the podcast and said maybe we don't do it because muscle, to gain muscle is actually really tough. You do need to have tons and tons and tons of volume. Um, I like the, instead of volume, sometimes I like to say stimulus. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's true, yeah. It's like that's like because I think the volume is um, can be relative, right? Yeah. Like you can probably handle lots of volume now, mm. more than someone else. But yeah. someone else with less volume, yeah, 
might trigger more of a stimulus yeah. to them. But you're yeah. right, like it takes more volume than strength. So example. typically for someone that's probably been training two to three years, uh, two to three years in the gym for muscle growth, you're probably looking at kind of 15 to 25 working sets per body part per week. Mm. Like that adds up. That's that's time. That's that's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, there's a really cool training program that I did do years and years and years ago. It's a one times 20 method. So you pick an exercise, you do 20 repetitions. Yeah. You do five to 10 exercises. Yeah. It's a burner, but really short on time. Yeah. Like it really gets everything. Stimulus, going. Right? Yeah. 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 Tons and tons and tons. Um, some people that's not going to work. If you do have been in the gym for absolutely ages, it probably won't be enough to do that. What we got 120 minutes. You could do three 40 minute sessions like that. Might not be enough. Some people probably would be way more than enough. Yeah. Um, problem with this is you're going to wake. You're gonna you're gonna be sore. But that's what kind of training for muscle growth is is all is all about. It's the only way it happens. You're tearing your muscle tissues apart. You've got to let them reheal and grow back stronger and bigger. I feel like. I feel like on three sessions of 40 minutes, I think if they were programmed really well. If you're doing a lot of supersets, it might yeah, be I possible. think you can get there. Like, I, it's probably not too dissimilar to how I train at the moment, yeah. to be fair. Like, generally linking exercises back to back, um, short rest periods, very efficient with like, um, with progressive overload and being very efficient, like me- measuring week on week yeah. and just trying to push yourself a little bit more week on week. Probably doing maybe one like, high-end set like high-end working set yeah with like two prep sets for each one if your body you know it depends out, <laughs> it depends right because some people need 10 minutes to be able to get to the yeah. point where they can actually yeah. lift a dumbbell over their head yeah. right because they're in not a great place yeah um we spoke about this on the walmart podcast like if the the better condition you're in the faster you can get yeah. ready right yeah um but yeah i think i think three lots of 40 i think it's possible is possible and we can you know, as long as, that, as long as the program is right with those exercises, you can probably skip the mobility as long as you're programming things that are taking you through the full range it's anyway. Not, yeah, yeah. And this is something I actually wanted to touch upon. Like, I am a massive believer in mobility stuff, but I'm also a massive believer in saving time. Like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was doing a session earlier with a client who's just recovered from a lower back injury, had a slipped disc, and we were doing Jefferson curls, which is, as you know, like, one of my favourite exercises. She was asking me, like, what is this? Is it strength or is it mobility? I was like, it's absolutely everything. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely everything you could want and more. We're just saving time. Like, right. Yeah, I mean, like, every, most strength exercises done right also work on mobility. Yeah, 100%. Right? Like, there's a if lot you of do, if you do a full, resistance training for yeah. mobility. If you're right? doing a full overhead shoulder press, like, your shoulders are going to be fully functional. Yeah. Same with a squat. If you're performing a squat to your full range of motion, like, your hips are going to work absolutely great. Yeah. In one plane of motion, obviously, for golf, it's different because we've got rotation and different elements added to it that as well in different planes. So we've got to make sure we're training in those those planes as well. But like typically, like you said, if you're doing full full um, resistance training properly, mobility should hopefully at some point take care of itself. Don't recommend not doing any mobility because most people aren't doing full range of motion. And actually, like mobility stuff makes you absolutely feel fantastic. Yeah. Like I, I well, absolutely do, do love your, it. Do your three forty minute sessions and just get a standing desk. There you go. All that. Yeah. Saves you time. Yeah. <laughs> Saves you time. So we've kind of covered, we've covered strength, speed, we've done muscle, we have done longevity, and... So the last one on, well, the last one on my list is fat loss, okay. um, which I think is going to be a fast one, because I can 
I'm pretty much going to say pick any of these. Yeah. Pick whichever one is important to you in terms of what you want to achieve. If you want to get faster, pick the fast one. If you want to get stronger, pick the stronger one. If you want to build muscle, pick the muscle one, whatever, longevity. Um, if you only care about weight loss, then I would probably say pick either the longevity one or the strength one. Yeah. Uh, that would be the one of those. I would say pick one of those that we've just spoken about. And then get yourself a standing desk. In, I'm on it today, the standing desk. Uh, improve the amount of steps that you're doing naturally. That's not going to take any more time. You're just going to, you know, try and just be a little bit more active. Um, nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Nutrition is the key word here. That's yeah. where it's going to be. Yeah. And I've said this a lot. Of, I think I said this in the nutrition episode, actually. Like, make, eating less calories a day shouldn't actually take more time out of your day, right? Because <laughs> sometimes I hear it of, uh, you know, I understand the point of, like, being able to prep food. Yeah, okay, but if you can't prep food, then you just have to make a better decision with whatever you have. You can still make better decisions and you can still lose the weight. So, um, again, we didn't know whether to include this one in it, but I think it's important to say that actually, like, not having time is not an excuse for not making better food choices. I think I said that on an earlier episode and I still mean it now. Yeah, I 100% agree, 100% agree. I get a lot with talking to clients about prepping food. I typically always try to get clients to prep breakfast because typically clients who are a little bit more overweight tend to skip breakfast in my in my history of working with people anyway um so i'll always say try and prep breakfast actually saves time like i know it's a little bit of a faff the night before and da, 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 da. when you get into the routine of it it actually saves so much time and you save yeah. money as well i've got so many clients that work in in town in london and stuff and you're spending such a large amount each day on like croissants and different yeah, things like that yeah now like, you're, you're spending prep which yeah. is like ridiculous yeah, right? exactly. but i think also that the the thing to, to jump on that what you said there there is obviously a trend or not obviously but i see a trend in people that are less organized to then people that make poorer food decisions yeah. that's you know it's that's pre- it's proven scientifically yeah. exactly but it's not an excuse still no. like you still if you can train yourself to make better decisions when they're presented to you that shouldn't take any more time no. obviously you're better off being prepared which will take time but if you don't have the time there's no, you can still tomorrow wake up and make, make a better decision Agreed. when the moment comes. Yeah. Right. And I think that taking the ownership for that is, is really important on, on people's weight loss journeys. Yeah, definitely, in my opinion. definitely, definitely, definitely. So we've kind of covered a lot of different ones there. And obviously, like I said earlier, there's, there's an infinite different way that you could structure those 120 minutes. Like do it what suits you best. Whatever is going to get you to adhere and stick to these for as long as possible, that's going to be the most successful one. Yeah, it's not. Doesn't matter about what's the the best one, what's the most optimal one, what's the most efficient. What's the one that you feel like is really realistic to slip into your lifestyle that you can go, oh, actually, I'm not actually making too much of a change, and I can do this for the next month, three months, six months, ten years, all all the way. That's yeah. what's going to make the difference. That's when you're going to see the, the massive change, which is kind of what we're all about. It's not about these drastic changes and. I heard a new fennel diet. I heard one of my clients' daughters fennel, fennel diet. Was it like the herb? Yeah. What do you do? You no idea. That. No, I, I just shut it off. She said my daughter's on a fennel diet at the moment. I, I mean, said. if I could only eat fennel, I'd lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Be ripped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for for, for about real. two weeks before you need to go to hospital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I look great though. Yeah. For those two weeks. Look <laughs> unbelievable. Well worth it. Um, <laughs> What's, I think the, a good last point to end on this as well is the fact that if someone was to come to us and say, oh, uh, oh you know, Sam, uh, can you please write me a training plan for speed, right? It's not going to look like this. If you had optimal, like what is the optimal plan for speed? It doesn't look like this. No. What's the optimal way to build strength? Doesn't look like this. Yeah. What's a 
really realistic way for a lot of people listening to this podcast. Something like this. this. Yeah. Yeah. Like this yeah. is really realistic to fit into a busy schedule, busy lifestyle. Like if you really care about achieving these things and achieving your targets, like this is manageable and you can find a way to get this done. Yeah. Doesn't mean you need to spend four hours in the gym every week, 15 minutes doing mobility every week. Like you don't need to do that. Like you can still make progress in this way. It might not be the most optimal way, but you still make progress. 100%. 100% agreed. Nice way to sign off. Definitely. As always, guys, thanks for listening. And if you've got any questions or any other topics you want us to talk about, just shoot us a message and check you on the next one. See you later.